I am I'm here to talk a little bit today about about hitting and the importance of practice and how to go about practicing. Um, a little bit about me before we go any further. Um, have both played professionally and collegiately at the Division One level. I have coached at the professional level, and I have also coach at the collegiate level and then most recently I was an assistant coach and scout with the St. Louis Cardinals. So uh, today I want to talk about developing a plan, developing um, a, a new way of thinking about hitting. I hear and I listen to a bunch of different kinds of philosophies on hitting and the truth is that so many of them do not fit the individual player. So really, this podcast is is dedicated to and uh, really designed to influence the individual. Now, with that being said, this is also for hitting coaches because hitting coaches at high school, at the college level, and even professionally, they are responsible for that individual hitter. It's their job and it should be their goals to improve that hitter's talent level and ability to be successful at whatever level that hitting coach is, is coaching at. I really want to focus this podcast on how to develop a plan uh, and develop a plan to practice by, specifically for hitting. Now, Starting with the individual, would you stop practicing the things that you are never going to need to use to be successful in a game? There is not a one-size-fits-all approach to batting practice, and I see it all the time. I see kids get in there, I see young adults get in the cage and start working, whether it's just doing flips or whether it's full batting practice. Or whether it's hitting live, they're not hitting with a plan. They're not working on something specific and in particular to make them a better hitter. I've got news for you guys. There are very few small guys out there that can go out and hit for power in a game. Yeah, sure, you might run into one or two during batting practice. Oh, that's great. Look at what you can do. But guess what? It's not going to help you be successful in a game. And that happens at all levels. So why in batting practice are you out there working on something that you will not be able to do in a game situation? So, first of all, practice the things that you are going to be good at the most. Do not spend your time working on gap-to-gap power when you're taking batting practice, spend the time working on line drives, working backside, and spraying the ball using the whole field. Those are the kinds of things that I want to get into today. And, And I hope by the end of this podcast that whether it's a parent listening, whether it's a a young player, a high school age kid, or even younger, or if it's a college level or older, if if you are listening, or even if it's a coach, a college coach, I want you to understand that there is no one-size-fits-all way to go about batting practice. Each individual needs their own plan. 
And, and I think that one of the best ways to look at it is, is take something away from the world of fitness. All right. So let's say, let's say there's a, a young individual who wants to go and get into better shape. What are they going to do? They're going to go find a personal trainer. So they're going to go down to the local box gym or maybe some cool warehouse gym or wherever it may be. They're going to go out, find a personal trainer that's going to put together a plan. And now this plan isn't just, hey, let's go into the gym today and, and see what works. Oh, I, I worked with another guy. I helped uh, train another individual earlier in the day. And since we did chest and back that day, uh, we're going to do chest and back for you. Because that's, even though it may not be what you need, that's what I did earlier. So I'm going to do that again today. No, the, the, and too many coaches th take that same mentality into the way that they coach and teach batting practice. And, and that's got to stop. You cannot teach and coach the same way for every player because every player is different okay so going back to that personal trainer what's a good personal trainer gonna do each individual he is training he's going to put together a training plan a program that's going to last over a four week maybe an eight week even a 12 or 16 week plan that's going to include both diet the nutrition aspect of it and the physical aspect of the actual lifting weights or the cardio whatever goes into it and the same thing needs to be done for the individual at hitter but every player that you are responsible for should have an individual plan that goes oh that has a, a duration to it has a time to it so a four-week plan a six-week plan that requires them to do a b c x y z in order to become a better hitter that might be taking X amount of swings uh, on certain days of the week, taking a little more, taking a little less on other days, and working specific drills that's going to fit their needs, not the needs of what another player is doing and had success doing. No, no, no. Just because one player had success doing it a certain way does not mean that another player is going to have success doing it that same way. And, and really, there's, there's no excuse for a hitting coach to not have an individual plan for each player. It, it really, it comes down to laziness. If you do not have each player, I mean, what's a college coach responsible for, hitting coach responsible for? A college hitting coach is, is responsible for, what, probably 13 to 18 hitters? And if he is responsible for more than 13 or 18 hitters, then he has too many hitters on his team. They need to probably cut some loose because they're just not going to play. So if you're only responsible for 13 to 18 guys, there's no reason why you shouldn't know each individual like the back of your hand, especially if you're a college, a college coach because you've probably been watching them since they were in high school. You know what has made them successful. You know what you liked and you saw their p potential being when they went to your school and that is why you signed them so why not amplify what they do best and create a plan that is going to do just that now for you hitters if you're an individual if you're say say you're a 16 year old kid at a local local high school getting ready for their sophomore season 
you can also take and should and need to take responsibility for your own hitting plan. And, and one of the greatest things now that's out there to use in your advantage is your phone. Whether you got an iPhone, whether you got a Galaxy or whatever it is, they got video cameras on them. You don't need some fancy uh, hitting software to break down your swing. Have a buddy who you go hit with when you're hitting off tee. Doing tee work, doing front toss, doing soft toss, whatever, taking batting practice. Have somebody film your swing for you so you can go back and look at it. Because I guarantee you the individual player really has no clue what they actually look like when they swing. They think they look like something or somebody that they really do not look like. And, and that's a huge issue in understanding what you are good at. But how do you really know what you're good at if you don't even know what you look like when you're doing it? Now, college coaches, same thing goes for you. High school coaches, same thing goes for you. You all have cell phones. Record your players. Let them look at what they look like when they are swinging. Do it while they're in the cage. Have another player. Everybody take turns. Create a rotation. Create a system. Create a program around taking video. Make sure it's organized in the way that you are doing it. If you see something that doesn't look right, show the show the player what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. The goal is to create muscle memory. You take batting practice and you hit in the cages and you do all of these the drill work that seems to be no, no longer it doesn't seem to exist when people bat, take batting practice anymore or do cage work uh, for some reason. But whenever when you do those things, the purpose of it is to create muscle memory. And you cannot create muscle memory by doing something, doing a drill one time for 20 to 30 swings and think that your muscle and mind are going to connect and be able to repeat it the next day. That's not the way the body works. You need to do things hundreds and thousands of times before your muscle memory will take place and be able to to recall that action when you need to, especially when you only have a split second to react to pitches in a game. I mean, keep in mind that everything you do needs to be applicable to a game situation. You cannot just walk into a cage and start hitting and then all of a sudden become better. Actually, I take that back. If you are if you are just starting playing baseball, let's say you're 8 years old, you walk into a cage, you can take 100 swings and the next day you will become a better baseball player because of those 100 swings. Only because of the fact that you have never done it before. But guess what? There comes a point in your career or in your time playing this game that you need to change what you do. You cannot just keep doing the same thing and expect that to be good enough to get you to the next level. The cream does rise to the top. You cannot do the same things over and over again and expect to get different results. You have to create that system. You have to create that plan. You have to create that, that course of action in order to become better.
and, and, and there are, are tons of different things that you can do. Now, it, it just drives me nuts when I see the same players with the same problems going through their routine in the same way. You have to change something. You have to understand and you have to be realistic about what is wrong with your swing. The best way to do this is work backwards. Look at what you struggle at in a game. Look at what you're good at and what you can always seem to accomplish in the game. So if you're, if you're a guy who seems to always get singles, or a singles hitter who likes to work the middle of the field or seems to work the middle of the field, when you're taking batting practice, take video of your swing and, and try to understand why your game swing is a single swing and try to amplify that to get more singles. And, and try not to worry about power and strength and becoming as strong as possible because that comes later. And actually, it, becomes, it actually comes more like in your late 20s. So if you're fortunate enough and, yes, lucky enough, don't get me wrong, hard work matters, but there's a lot of luck involved in being able to play into your late 20s because that means you're probably playing professionally somewhere. So if you have that opportunity and good fortune to, to still be playing into your late 20s, then you can start expecting more power. But the truth is, you're not going to get that old man, old man strength until you are in your late 20s. So don't, don't try to all of a sudden, oh, I need to, I'm, I'm only hitting singles, so that means that I need to start hitting doubles now. I need to start going gap to gap, get some more gap to gap power in my swing. No. No, that's exactly the issue. You don't need that. What you need to do is keep doing what you're doing, but try to do it better than anybody else and do it to the best of your ability. Because there comes a time when somebody somewhere is going to need that skill. And they're going to want the person that can do it the best to go and do it for them. So, for example... Let's say you're that single spray hitter. Maybe you're a leadoff guy. Maybe you hit the top of the line. Maybe you hit the bottom of the lineup. But let's say you're that you're a high school kid, and you you're you really want your power developed because you know uh, power in the game right now is down. Well, don't change your swing because at some point there's going to be a college coach that's going to come around that got needs a guy that can spray the ball around the field. Situational baseball, situational hitting is huge in the game, especially the college game. Coaches, college-level coaches, like guys who can handle the bat, and that doesn't necessarily mean they want guys that can get hits all the time. You need to be able to move runners over, and you need to be able to score guys when there's runners on second and third base, and that does not require you to get a hit in order to do that. In fact, there are many guys that I've played with and I've coached who have made careers off of being productive hitters. Not great hitters, not even good hitters, but productive hitters. And sometimes they don't look pretty doing it either. Now, getting back to developing a plan to practice. You want to work in reverse. You want to understand what you do well in the game and bring it back towards your batting practice on the field and then bring it back further into the cage and start amplifying what you do well in the cage 
and start improving what you don't do well. You do that by creating purpose and maximizing your your use of time. The truth is that if you're not hitting every single day, somebody out there is going to take your place one day. And it may not catch up to you at the little league level. It may not catch to you up to you at the high school level. It might not even catch up to you at the college level. But eventually, if you are not out out there practicing with a purpose, hitting with a purpose every single day, it will eventually catch up to you. And this is where that practice plan is really going to come into play. It's really going to help you with the organization. It's going to help you build up to really create the muscle memory that you needed. It can't be done in one session. You guys to uh, to comment and like and share and um, let me know if you want more content from me. Love to help you out, and I hope you're able to get something from this. Um, and and keep in mind that. Um, you know, muscle memory and health happens over time. It's not something you can just go do, pay somebody a hundred bucks for a lesson and expect to get better. No, what needs to be done is you need to develop a plan that's going to help you, your specific swing improve so you can be successful not only on the level that you're at now, but also at the future levels.
again, I want to thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have enjoyed. And until next time, this is Brian Pruitt signing out.